Hello and welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Baseball uh, with me, Joe, and as always, I'm joined by Sam. Hello. Hello. Um, and we've just had yesterday, wasn't it, the news of the Padres doing big moves and the off-season finally getting going. Really, there's not actually been much happened up to this point. Um, but yeah, some excitement with uh, Hugh Darvish and Zach Davis. Not Zach Davis. Well, Zach Davis did get traded. He was traded, yeah, for Hugh Darvish. But Hugh Darvish getting traded to the Padres and Blake Snell being traded for. Yeah, it was... Um, I mean, it's the reason we haven't done one of these in... I think it's since the middle of November is absolutely nothing has happened, really. Uh, a few, like, relatively minor... Well... Charlie Morton yeah. and Drew Smiley and stuff. A few people have yeah. signed, but it's just been even quieter than previous off-seasons, hasn't it? Um, and I'm not sure this is going to kickstart it, but this was definitely like the busiest day of MLB yeah. moves in a long, long time. Yeah, so far. And probably may well be for the whole off-season, to be honest. This might have been the peak. Well, they also signed... Um, ha- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess yeah. this up. But- Ha-Sung Kim... Is it like that? The Korean infielder, yeah. Which is a bit of a dice roll, but um, even that was like people get so excited when these people have lit up the Korean yeah, league. They very rarely uh, anywhere near that level in the major leagues. But it's like if you're if you're that level of like a you know almost an MVP contender level in Korea, then it's like you could maybe be like a solid major league player, which I, I guess is what they're thinking. Do you know how much they're paying him? Uh, I don't actually. I, that's I've sort of been. I've missed. I kind of missed that. It just sort of happened in the middle of everything else, and that was actually quite a big thing. There was a lot of buzz about about him for a little while, and then it's like, yeah, he's going to the Padres as well. Just yeah, with everyone else. It's yeah. it's just this weird explosion of of moves, isn't it? Like yeah, all by the Padres, and nothing's happened. The reason I don't think it will kickstart anything is. The fr- these weren't free agent signings. The free agent stuff is still frozen. It's not like this has, like, set the free agent market on fire, is no, it? And, like, and it- they're not, and they're not exactly guys that you thought is like. These were people that were available. Necessarily, not it's, not massive. Like no. for a lot of teams, this is going to have like taken an option away, so then they need to get on with it. It's like I don't these don't think these were people that were necessarily on other teams' lists of like we. So this is a guy we could get because. Snell, there were like, well, there was stuff they were, they were thinking about trading him a few weeks ago, but then the teams who were in the mix for him, well, I don't know. That's the other thing is so few teams are looking to actually add payroll or get better, basically, that how many teams were even interested in Snell and Darvish? If this was a public bidding war, it wasn't a very good one, particularly for Darvish. I mean, it's just that that return is... They got some guys who are miles away, and they got Zach Davies, who is a, an above-average, absolutely yeah. fine, fine to good pitcher. And then they they got rid of money. Basically, is what the Cubs were doing. Yeah, I mean, he was. Did he did he win the Cy Young or did he? I can't remember. He was he was second, wasn't he? Yeah, was second. He, was, at he had an ERA of like two anyway, didn't he? Yes, he Tra- Trevor Bauer, of course. Trevor Bauer, of course, won the Cy Young. He he's the one yeah. guy you might feel. This this impacts it slightly because like if the Yankees 
for instance, if the Yankees were thinking about it with Snell or Darvish, um, that maybe it makes them go like a bit closer towards giving Bauer a huge pot of money. But that's the other thing is there aren't Bauer's the only starter on the market who's even comparable to Snell and and Darvish anyway. Yeah. So I don't think this actually impacts free agency too much. No, I think I, as I was saying a minute ago, I think basically in most teams like calculations of you know what they need to do. I would have thought if you want to get a like a number like a number potential number one starter, then it's like Bauer was the only option available really. That is really like you know someone that you you're thinking you can actually get. I don't know. I I, I, don't know, I guess maybe these they did shop the Rays had been shopping Snell around maybe in like you know to other teams but it, it, I guess the, um, yeah it took up a lot to get him a lot of teams I don't think would have done that or would have had the stuff to get him really a lot of teams wouldn't even take on his salary I think as with how he's looking at the moment if you look at I mean, yeah, teams wouldn't want to go at the prospects because, I mean, Patino is clearly really good. And for a lot of teams, that would be their best prospect. Yeah. The thing with the Padres, they still have so many good young players that it doesn't look that bad. They've given up Patino. Um, and they've given up a couple of other players as well, haven't they? Um, but I, I just think it. the Snell one's not quite as bad, but the Darvish one is just... They don't want to pay him. He, he's in his 30s. There are... There are maybe a little bit of it, like he's got three more years, I think, and that contract goes like yeah, way and, into his mid thirties. Yeah, is he? How old is he? Thirty-three or something. Yeah, and it is expensive, and I can get that. But he was so good last year, and he was good the year before, and it's yeah. like the fact that they didn't even he, get outbid on he that. Always strikes loads of people out. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's like he's going to be a certain amount of good, unless he gets injured. And and you just think that the fact that, that that ended up with they basically gave away a starter who wasn't even going to get any innings in Zach Davies for them because of how many pitches they've got now. And just sort of like miscellaneous lower end of the farm stuff. Yeah. Although some of them I think were are like their potential high upside, like really high upside guys, but like a long way off. They're miles away, aren't they? They're yeah, like they're, they're proper just, teenagers. Yeah. It's like uh, I uh, wasn't the main one of the main prospects was like a seventeen year old like one of these seventeen year old short stops from like yeah. the Dominican Republic or something that's in my Dominican Republic. But you know, one of those international free agent seventeen year old middle infielders that just does everything apparently and it's like yeah. Like Tatis. It's it's yeah. like it's like, like how they got Tatis, yeah. Yeah. And like Acuna and all those guys that come through in the last few years, like you know, one of those sort of guys, but there's way more of those than at that age than there are that make it to the majors. So it's like, and the, the ones that do make it to the majors, some of them end up being Alan Hansen. Like I just players yeah. that far off is is obviously if you can get them, then that's cool. But if you trade someone like Darvish to get them and you don't get, I mean Zach Davies might be like really good next year. He he's quite consistently pretty good, but. I mean, it's just such a nothing return, isn't it? It's like, it's possible that trade looks good because Darvish ages badly and one of those prospects pops. But it's almost like you did not yeah. know either of those things were going to happen, I don't think. The, the thing I like about it as well, that often in baseball it's talked about like the opposite way around of like, 
Oh, you don't want to like if there's a contract with many multiple years on it. It's like people don't want to don't want to take it on. But unlike with some teams when they've like gone all in, you know, and they've just like, like for example, like the, maybe they did the Snell trade. Yeah, he's got a few years and he's young-ish, and it's like yeah, that's like a good like medium term to long term, not not long term, but like short to medium term deal. And then, like, we've seen other teams before. They do that deal, and then they go, like, okay, we're now winning. And then they trade load, like, l- trade loads of their prospects for someone who's got, like, one year left. Like if Darvish like, like if Darvish had one year. But the fact he's got three, even though it's, like, he might be bad, and then it, it's, like, you wish he only had one year. Like, he might, you know, get injured or something. But I think, I just, the, the fact they've got a chance to get more than one year of production out of him I like it a lot more. They did the same with Clevenger. I mean, Clevenger's yeah. younger than Darvish, of course, but they did the same thing where they've now traded for three, three like way above average starters with multiple years of commitment. Yeah. And that I agree with you because, well, one that comes to mind, and I think we've slated this trade before, one that comes to mind is a team who thinks they are now winning, who goes, right, we're going to try and get a player to help us right now. We're going to give our prospects is the Aroldis Chapman for Gliber Torres trade, and then they lose Aroldis Chapman in free agency at the end of the year, and Gliber Torres is going to be like a million-time all-star. Like, And now the Cubs are rebuilding. And that is the sort of trade that means that your dynasty yeah. is one World Series, and then you say you don't want to spend any yeah. money. I mean, because yeah. you traded one of your... World Series is like... Maybe they wouldn't have had Aroldis Chapman, but also imagine if they had Gliber Torres now. Yeah. Then they wouldn't have to trade you, Darvish, to try and rebuild and all this stuff. Maybe they could. They would just be good. Hello. Sorry, I just cut out slightly there. Yeah, we just had, just had technical difficulties like usual. Um, yeah, it's always just sort of in the middle, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I could, I could just pull apart every a lot of the things the Cubs have done recently, but. Um, I, I tweeted it earlier. It's going to be interesting, the reaction to this. There is a bit of slating the the Cubs already, and there should be more of it, because we quite frequently... Like, the Rays got pulled apart for that Snell trade, and to a yeah. degree, I understand why. Um, but the Cubs have been pleading poverty for multiple seasons now, and they're one of the biggest markets in America. And what the hell... You just did tanking. You won one World Series, and then you've gone. Actually, no, we don't want to spend any money again. Um, I think it's they're they're actually a worse reflection than anyone else. Also, in defence of the Rays, is yeah, maybe it would be better if they did try and keep someone like Snell, but they keep winning more games than everyone else. Yeah, they keep they keep oh. doing these trades that everyone slates them for, and get like a package of players in return, and then make them be good. I mean, like Lewis Patino going to the Rays, he's, well, he's going to get more opportunity than if he'd stayed at the Panthers anyway, given all the stars they've now got. And it's like, I can't see that not working. So, I mean, may, eventually the Rays are going to have a player that doesn't work out, but like... Well, they have some, yeah. but they get multiple. Even in this trade, yeah. they got multiple players well, again. I mean, and, the, and what, one player in that trade, actually, that I want to mention, they uh, Francisco Mejia. I mean, remember when the Padres traded for him? Um, yeah. They got him with hand. hand trade a couple of years ago. He was like, I think it was like the number 14 prospect on Pipeline in baseball. He was like, yeah. I mean, he's now played a bit and not been very good, but it's like he, he they're going to fix him on that talent there. To, They're like, going to fix him. Like, like what are the top hitting prospects 
and plays catcher, although sort of plays catcher. I mean, he's not very good at it, I don't think. But you know, it's like he, no, he's got the talent to be like a very good hitter, obviously. And you just feel like they're going to figure that out somehow. But I just I find the whole discourse around the Rays very interesting. And there are parts of the baseball media that feel like they don't like people winning baseball games. They like seeing people spend money on players. But ultimately, they win loads and loads of games, and that's what it's about. They then they keep winning loads of games, and even the Padres now is we're all going weak at the knees because they're committing to long term money, and it's good. It's really cool to see them going for it, but they were also really bad for quite a long time. Like they yeah. really, really sucked for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, I I feel like they've done this better than other teams have. But like, I mean, we talk about the Phillies a lot, but they're an example of a team that decided that had been rebuilding for a long time decided we're now going to be good and they weren't well, and they the weren't the Padres were actually really good last year but I mean short season and everything is like there is now there's now expectation and pressure on them to be like a 600 team they have to be as good as the Dodgers they have to be like right up with the Dodgers um and Maybe they will be. I mean, that roster is definitely good enough to be. I saw Petriello did an article about the projected war. They're basically right up there with the Dodgers. Um, we'll see. I just uh, My point on it, as much with them before, was when they were really bad, like, is, is, this isn't, they're not the argument against tanking. When everyone screams about teams tanking, is the Padres just did that. That's how they've got this farm to make all the trades. That's how they've got... Yeah. If anything, they're an argument that teams should bottom out and be bad for a while and then come back. And that's not what they want people to do either. Um, and with the Rays, is it's just like, well, they keep being good. And yeah, maybe it would be better. Maybe the fans would like it if you kept your best players. But they keep being really good anyway. They're winning more games than these other teams. Um, and I, I think the Rays... The Rays for the sport are actually better than teams like the Phillies and Cubs. Because at least they're... Well, they're all, they seem to always be competitive and they're, they're clearly forward thinking and just playing a different game to everyone else most of the time in multiple different aspects of the sport. Teams like the Phillies and Cubs are these marquee markets who talk the talk about wanting to win and build dynasties and all this stuff. And now, just before we started recording, I saw a report that um, the Phillies, although they keep claiming they've made an off to JT Real Muto, have not made an off to JT Real Muto. It's all PR crap. They're all pretending yeah. that they're trying to win. They're not. They're, yeah. they're billionaires who don't That's want to spend is, some money. It's, it, yeah, it's it's more about giving like yeah, making it look like they're they're going to be good and they're trying to be good and stuff, rather than actually trying to be good. If that makes sense, it's more important they look like they're trying to be good than actually trying to be good. Exactly. And with the Rays, is there's all this, oh, they don't care about winning. I mean, they just got to the World Series. So whether you think they care about winning or not, they were winning. And if you had to put money right now on who's going to win more games out of the Rays, Cubs and Phillies, for instance, I think I know where I'd be going because the Cubs look like they're tearing everything down. Yeah. I mean, who, wait, so did they, earlier in the offseason, didn't they lose someone else? They they didn't tender Kyle Schwarber a contract. Oh yeah, that was it. Uh, there's they might trade Chris Bryant by the looks of it. Uh, Javi Baez, I think Baez, Bryant, and Rizzo are all free agents. I, I saw a 
and the next a, season. A thing I'd, I'd like a tweet earlier actually. I found sort of funny of the um, the whole thing with the arbitration stuff with Chris Bryant and all the service time manipulation and stuff when he was you know when he was going through was so they could have him for this season. Yeah, but they're now just not trying anymore. Or that yeah, or they're going to trade him. It's oh that's cool, that's good of you. Great organization. Yeah, it's all worthwhile. Um, but yeah. How how good do you think the Padres will be then? Do you think do you think they'll actually be? I don't know. It's it's because I was just thinking about this. And I was just looking at their lineup, like the bang line. I mean, their starting pitching is obviously like ridiculous now, like depth and stuff, and they've got. Like Morjon than some other guys, like young guys, to um, potentially, you know, be good at some point. Um, but their bang lineup, to be honest, doesn't fill me with confidence. Like you've got, you've got Tatis and Mikado, and the guys around them. It's like, like well, you've got Hosmer, obviously, Hosmer. In the shortened season, had an eight five one OPS. King ground ball is like I mean, but then most years he's like not that good. A lot of years, I mean, it's like every other year he has a year where he just doesn't hit the ball in the air at all. As your first baseman, so I mean that's not good. Um, Jake Cronenworth is like he was good last year, wasn't he? He, he was good last year, but then it's like he's not got a track record has he at all and then like well Will Myers had an OPS of 959 last year like that that is not something yeah. that he usually does and, and I don't know no. just, just looking at the, the names in their lineup, it's like outside of Mikado and Tatis I don't know where there's like anti's production I feel like Tommy Pham should be. He's the other guy that when they got him, is like, okay, that's another, like, reliable, like, good good bat, you would have thought. But he then had an OPS of 624. Well, there was all sorts of bad stuff going on with him as well. Did he get stabbed or something? Did he get stabbed? I he was injured. Know. I've got a feeling he got stabbed. Something really horrible happened with him anyway, which, like, has put basically his his baseball health in jeopardy for a while um and i, I think the reports are he's going to be back but yeah again it, it, it's not like you've just got this this core of veterans who are coming off good years no they've the the offense isn't anywhere near the dodgers is it to me it's just not even close because no. the depth as well i don't know like i mean getting this korean guy i guess is the idea is hopefully that's gonna help with that but then again that's another guy that's like it's Who knows? A sure thing, is it? When he's not played in major leagues before, and they yeah, basically they're just relying on these. Like you've got Trent Grisham, obviously had a really good year last year, but before that, had hardly played. hadn't played much in the majors. It's like you're hoping he can keep that up. I think they'll make signings, though, won't they? Jake they'll Cronenworth definitely as well signings. was a rookie last year, actually, wasn't he? And it's yeah. Like they're basically hoping for like a couple of like almost like rookies or almost rookies that coming off like good year, good years to do that again and that doesn't always happen also small good years that's the other thing yeah, that is easy years. to 
forget about it is, is that's actually a couple of months of good production and now we're going like over 150 games they're going to do that don't know that doesn't feel like something you'd bet on necessarily no and i mean well will myers don't know just just don't fancy he's going to carry on doing that no he's i think throughout his career he's had like streaks where he's been like really good hasn't he like just just mashing it if he um, plays the giants a lot the yeah. more he plays the giants the more home runs he hits yeah. is basically it but it's basically the thing is with the short season as well is that it's like that can basically be a hot streak like some players i think basically just have a hot streak that just lasted the whole season because it's only six yeah. games like a long hot streak and it seems like that's what he did and um yeah basically i'm not i'm not that confident in their bang lineup at all i think they'll add though won't they they'll they'll make at least one major position player signing i reckon maybe yeah who do you think i've i like azuna for them potentially yeah if they've got the dh yeah they, they are having the dh i think that been, was that confirmed over Christmas? I thought it was up in the air still. I don't know. I, I thought it might have been. But I'm not sure, entirely sure. Yeah, or, or maybe they just go mental and get Springer. It's hard to tell. I, you feel like when a front office gets into, like we were just saying, they've done it better than others. But when a front office so gets far, into, we're going to be yeah. competitive. So far, they've done it better than others. But it's, I feel like it's always that one move too far that like ruins it sometimes. Because it's like you... I mean, they're in a position. They don't have to win the World Series this year. You know, you want to be in a position where you're competing. But, well, they, they need, they're, they're going to make the postseason and stuff. But, like, you know, you don't have to have the best record in baseball at the moment. Just see what happens for a bit, maybe. I, that's what I, I'd be tempted to do, I think. Because the amazing thing with these trades was they did it without giving up, like, really any of their top prospects. They kept, Apart like... from Patino. Yeah, but they they got two, like, ace-level starters for that. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, it's like, don't blow that now. Don't go and get, like, an average outfielder because you want one and give away one of your... Yeah. But that's what we've seen GMs do before. I just think they get trick happy. I think you you yeah. you get it in your head that we're going to win this year, and then like they're ten and fifteen to start the season. And the next thing you know, they've traded Mackenzie Gore yeah. for like the ghost of Hunter Pence or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. To do a Phillies. Yeah. Um, like yeah, like them, like them trading. I mean, well, they got Real Muto. Obviously, he's actually really good, but it's like. They were they were they were okay. They were doing okay, and they had some young players. It's like okay, and just trade Sixto Sanchez is like the best pitching prospect in baseball for for JT Romuto. Like that one again was it was in the context though, wasn't it? Was when they then blew everything else. That would have been fine if they'd got some of the other moves right. Well, yeah. sort of fine, and then you had to re you had to extend Real Muto because they only got Real Muto with two years left. Yeah. You trade for Sixto Sanchez to get Real Muto, two years of Real Muto. You don't guarantee that you're going to keep him. And then you get everything else wrong. And it's like, well, now you, you traded Sixto Sanchez for two seasons of not winning again. Like, it's just it's so spectacularly bad. And now they're they're embarrassing themselves with trying to claim they're in, 
in more debt than it is basically possible for them to be in and all this nonsense. The Cubs are doing the same. One of the, Their owners are saying how much debt they're in. It's like, well, you're not, are you? You're a billionaire. You, you've, they're, me- they're messing around with the finances of these teams. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of good the Padres did stuff. But also, um, I think the fact that it's just them and it all happened on one day, it kind of shines a light on a lot of the rest of baseball and how it's not even passive yeah. is it it's worse than passive it's just like everyone's asleep no one's yeah. even trying to make their teams better it's like the, the, Ma- the Mets aren't even doing much are they I mean they started the off season they were like the centre of stuff and they signed a few relief pitchers and got yeah. um, James McCann when everyone was sort of expecting to get Real Muto it's, but it's like other than that like there's just nothing sort of expected them to have signed George Springer by now it, it's just all waiting isn't it? it that's the thing is the free agents are still saying we want this much and it seems like no teams are really moving and yeah. I don't know how it's going to because DJ LeMayhew there's also been reports about him and the Yankees being a long way apart and it's just I don't know it's, it's the kind of sad state of affairs I think is is a, we're now a long way from the last season, still a long way from the next. And it's just that the, the whole baseball world is sort of not happening, really. Well, not baseball world, the MLB part of it. Like, there's the front offices seem to be... There, there's not even teams that are tearing their team down to create action apart from kind of the Cubs. But even that isn't really happening. It's like there, there's been stuff about maybe trading Chris Bryant. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure enough teams are, tr- are interested to do it. Like the Lindor stuff. I mean, that's the, one of the yeah. big takeaways really from the Darvish and Snell, the Darvish and Snell trades is that if they want to trade Lindor and they were saying they want like major league ready top tier sort of prospects. I mean, that's not happening, is it? For one year Lindor with the price that's just been set for those guys. No, that's the problem really. With the, I think... Um like what I was talking about earlier with the the one year thing is that people like front offices have realised that is not good value anymore if someone's only got one year left then you're not you're not getting a lot for them whoever they are yeah and that's part of what's made everything grind to a halt with trades isn't it yeah um, I'm I'm literally, I'm just trying to sort of like wrap my brain a little bit to think of um, any sort of like storylines I've seen outside of the stuff that's just happened. It's really been incredibly quiet. They're oh, not I, even rumours, really. One, a couple of days ago, that it probably might be like the next biggest trade it was the Josh Bell. Oh yeah, Nationals. Because the Nationals don't have any first baseman anymore. Oh yeah, that, that's Pit. I suppose that's Pittsburgh. They are one team that are actually tearing their team apart again, like, like every year. Well, they're just permanently tearing it apart because they're also there've been rumours of them trading Joe Musgrove as well. Really? What? Yeah. What's the point in them? Um, I mean that's a very valid question I don't know 
I, I don't know what they're doing. The, the NL Central has gone from a year ago, everyone was excited about, we're going to go and do this stuff. We're all going to go and we're going to try and win, apart from the Pirates. And now the Reds are saying, we, we spent money for one year and it turns out we don't like it. The Cardinals are kind of sort of set, aren't they? They don't seem like they're going to do anything drastic. The Cubs are just picking away at their team and getting worse. Yeah. It's just not that exciting anymore, is it? I think it's basically the... I think it's the Reds, really, aren't they? Isn't it? They're like the... Although, actually, the Reds just lost Trevor Bauer, haven't they? Free agency. And there's there's talk of them even trading, like, Eugenio Suarez and stuff. They're just... Oh, yeah. There's a division of teams that don't seem to be very interested in being any good at the moment. I know. Which is not too exciting. No. No, it's pretty bad, I think. <laughs> it's in not a great spot. Um, it's, it's actually hard like to identify how many teams it feels like. And that can change very quickly. If another team has a day where they sign a couple of like decent free agents, they suddenly look like a team that's trying to get better. I guess this is just a stalemate again, but it's still not great because it feels like there's not even rumors. You know what it's usually like? You got Heyman and and Buster Olney constantly just like spitting out all of this. These teams had talks this. They're interested in this yeah. player. That doesn't even seem to be happening. It's just like there's not even any any rumor mill stuff at the moment. It's just no no movement at all. Like front offices are not even thinking about signing players. No, and well, there's this stuff as well that I've seen. Like, I know that you always in any any stuff with baseball, it's like to, when they're talking about, it, they always say if we might we have a the season starts on time, and if we have a full season. So I guess it's like I don't know. Usually, I guess what would it be like a couple of months? They'd be starting teams would be starting to head down to Arizona and Florida to get ready for spring training, and it's like. At the moment, they don't even know if they're going to start on that date, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's good as well, isn't it? That is good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not we're not being particularly positive about the whole sport at the moment, but these, I guess these are basically some of the reasons why we've hardly done any of these lately. But they don't deserve, they don't deserve positivity about it, because, I mean, no. it, it, it's basically a bit of a mess, the whole thing. Um and the Padres stuff is exciting. I mean, like the Padres and Dodgers are both set up to have being good, uh, but it's just there's a, there's a very small selection of teams that uh, seem to be active in the off season at all. And like even the Mets, I mean, there's there's a few weeks to go. They could do a lot yet. It's been a bit underwhelming, aside from like everyone getting getting their owner tweets about something. Uh, and you're right, the, the uncertainty of when the season starts is, I guess that must be challenging for teams as well. But yeah, anyway, have we got anything more to add? Um, or should we end soon? I think we should probably wrap it up um, and hope that there is some more stuff that happens. Yeah. Um, and other teams, other teams try and make themselves better. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm expecting the Mets to do some more at some point. But, you know, it could be it literally could be any time in the next like four months. So I mean, it, on that note, I wonder if we could see a couple of 
if you do have some owners who are willing to move because part of what the Padres have done here is they've taken advantage of how other front offices are working this off season. And I mean, I'd obviously, I'd quite like to see the Giants do some of that as if prices do start to fall either in trades or signings. And there might be a couple of front offices that just get a bit like the Blue Jays have been one of the teams that have been mentioned to be sort of sniffing around players. Maybe that's what we see as we do see a couple like slightly surprising teams. If, if the other big markets are just sort of like looking around, not interested, maybe we see a, a team like the Blue Jays or like the Tigers or something go big. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The Blue, because the Blue Jays should actually be in a position to be good, shouldn't they? Yeah. So I, I feel like that would make sense for them to add someone now. But then are they? Are they actually going to be playing back in, um, back in Toronto? I don't understand that. I mean, I I can't imagine so because the Raptors are in, in Tampa. So I wonder if they're going to be in Buffalo yeah. again, and then you're onto problems with the minor leagues as well. Yeah, um, I, I imagine that might also um, affect whether they're going to spend money as well. Yes, if they're not actually going to be be playing at home. I yeah, don't know there'll be any fans anyway. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe that will affect it. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Let's um, wrap up and then. I guess we'll do another one of these whenever something happens again. Yes, subscribe. Hopefully, for if stuff happens ever again in baseball, and hopefully it will be more upbeat as well. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.